Confused and Unwell, the podcast that's not a self-help, not Tony Robbins, not a doctor or a therapist, just your average mental health fool with problems just like everyone else. Good morning and or evening, friends. Welcome to my TED Talk. (laughs) I am your host, Amanda. So today we have another banger of an episode because I want to talk to you about college and college while having a mental illness. Well, not knowing the severity of the mental illness or illnesses because they like to come in pairs while in college and all that juicy fucking stories that come with it. Of course, names will be changed to protect the innocent, but Jesus, I'm sorry in advance to everyone. Praise him. Or they just won't be named because we (laughs) don't have time to name people. (laughs) Or we don't want to give the spotlight to those who shall not be named. So I'm going to give you fair warning. This might not be appropriate for young audience. So stop listening now, children. So, so where the fuck do I begin? Well, first and foremost, I want to say Tony is in the background eating a bully stick. So if you hear noises, jingle jangling, that is Tony. I'm trying to keep him quiet while doing this, but little to no success if you hear it. First and foremost, I want to thank Jackie, Miriam, Jin, Brandon, and Andrew for being my everything while I was in Cortland. I think I would actually be dead without them. And... I'm really not exaggerating because it is true. Suicide was knocking daily at my door and you guys saved me. So thank you. I'll love you guys forever. Well, I'll always love you guys forever, but you guys hold a special place in my heart forever and I really love you guys. Tony, what are you doing? Okay, so I went to SUNY Cortland Hey, 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 what up, Red Dragons? (laughs) And I was in the International Sport Management Program, and it was fantastic. The head of it was my favorite, and I don't think he's in that position or whatever anymore. I think he might have retired, but he was the best. And he was also a saint having to deal with a bunch of 20-something crazy fuckers because we were nuts. And let me tell you, this man at some point would drive from Boston to Western New York to work. And if you guys know anything about that, that is a long ass drive. And excuse me, if I had to drive that much, I mean, I have a fit when I have to drive three hours and essentially that is driving from Rochester to Cortland and it is ridiculously long, but driving that long, I give you props, sir. That is ridiculous. I also remember he did whatever he could to help me, especially when I was struggling. I remember my one professor was failing me because they were a bitch. But literally, 
I think they didn't like me because who the fuck knows. Anyways, the head of the department did everything he could to pass me and help me graduate because I would have not graduated on time with um my class. But who the fuck does that? A fucking G, a fucking hero, and a fucking great ass man. Someone who wants their students to strive. Obviously, the other cat, man, she, she didn't care. But, I mean, this is how you can tell the good from the bad. He is my hero, and that is how I have the diploma on my wall. Actually, it's not really on my wall. It's sitting over there in, like, a pile of stuff. But you know what I mean. It's there. But I think he's now retired, and rightfully so. I hope he's enjoying life, and I bet he's in Canada right now, to be honest. Because why would you want to be in America right now? Okay, so let's get into it. Let's just get into some of the craziness. So first things first, I had no idea how severe my mental illness was or how bad it got during this time, all during my master's degree. It just snuck up on me like a bat in the night. And I think it's because of the increase in stress, anxiety, and everything in between. Because a master's degree is a lot, let me tell you. If you think you're just like, hey, I'm just gonna breeze through a degree like this, hell no, that's not how it goes, man. It's fucking crazy. It's a lot more work, a lot more papers, a lot, like, just a lot. And you have to do a thesis at the end? Like, what the hell? And... It's got to be a good-ass thesis. If it's not, you're looking at a... You you fucked up, man. But it's a lot of work and a lot of nonsense. And if you got it in you, fucking do it. Because that's rad as fuck. And if you want to do a doctorate, you're even badasser. If that's even a word. But you're even awesomer. Because I could never... But in some weird fucking way, I wouldn't give any of this up. Even with all the mental health bullshit, I wouldn't give it up. Because I made such incredible friendships from it. Friendships that I'm still with to this day. Which is, it's actually quite a few years now, thinking about it. What up, Jackie? Anyways, so, the program is made up of a semester in Cortland, New York, and then you go off to London. Then you have a semester or a year, not too sure, I don't remember, it's been a while, but you go on, semester you work on your thesis. However, because I ended up with a C minus in one of my classes, I had to retake and stay in Cortland after getting back to London, which was whack, <laughs> because during that time, there is no housing left, because housing in Cortland fills up quickly, and if you don't have a prime 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 spot especially downtown you're gonna find nothing and you're gonna end up in this shithole place which is definitely possible or you're gonna be farther than life living off in who knows where which i found out later on there's more than just downtown (laughs) Cortland. it's very 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 interesting but even though it's interesting it's actually pretty beautiful so i recommend going especially if you're into skiing definitely a place to go honestly I really can say that I got my master's in drinking and socializing with my friends, which I don't mind, but paying back in loans has been a fucking bitch. So was it worth it? Debatable. But who's to say? I remember I graduated from RIT and I thought, what the fuck do I do now? Do I continue on with Fine Arts Studio? Basically, it was a degree in painting. Yes, I know. Don't judge me. It's weird. Basically, you ask, what the fuck do you do with that degree? You know what you do? You become a teacher. And that's not what I wanted at all. 
which I actually should have become a professor because I feel like an art professor, that's a badass position and I would have been a badass fucking art professor. (sighs) Maybe I still can't be. One of those old ones that retire and get tenure and don't have to do much. That'd be rad. Somebody hook me up. Seriously. Come on. Instead of being a teacher, I was like, hey, I want to travel. I want to work with sports, continue learning. And I looked into some programs and there was actually one in New York at SUNY Cortland. So I was like, I'll end up applying there and see how that goes. And I actually didn't even know Cortland existed. So I'm so sorry, but I'm glad to know that you did because I love you so much, Cortland. And I'm sorry, this really isn't an advertisement for all these places and for Cortland. It's just my experience and we'll get into the mental health in a little bit, but I'm just putting the groundwork so we can put on the house of mental illness. Oh my gosh. Okay. During this time, just applying, trying to figure out life, what's going to go next. Oh my gosh. That was the time when I broke up with my long-term boyfriend because I was like, we can't, we can't do this anymore because I feel like I got got more, more out there and I want to go off into space, like SpaceX. No, I'm just kidding. I want to go off and do other things. And Like an idiot, I ended up falling head over heels over somebody and it was all about him. I met him right after his long-term boyfriend and he was like a breath of fresh air, completely different. But he told me to go on to Cortland and he really didn't care that I left, which I guess was fine in the end because I found out more things about me. I found out London was amazing. I found out that I could meet other people, have fun, be great, be awesome, and also that he was seeing his ex. So it worked out for the best because, <laughs> okay, like who does that? <laughs> but it worked out good. So I'm actually really glad that that didn't work out. And the head over heels thing, that is definitely a borderline personality disorder thing. So watch out, everyone. Watch yourself, borderline friends. Watch yourself. That fucked me up for a little bit when I went to Cortland, and she was distraught, but she kept it moving, and she told herself that what stays in Rochester is in Rochester. Like, fuck all that noise. And this was time for a new chapter, new me, new new sound, new new vibe, and now I was in Cortland, new chapter. And there was new guys and new friends to be had, so that was fabulous. <laughs> So there are so many stories. I can't, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I remember drinking a lot with my friends, especially, oh my God, at Red Jug. If you, I, if you guys ever go down, you have to go to Red Jug. And I miss that place so much. I follow them on Instagram and it always makes me sad because I miss it. And I always want all their shirts. And you ask, what is these shirts you speak of? The shirts are, shirts that say Red Jug on it, but they're different designs and stuff and They are what you win or your accomplishment after you finish a fishbowl of alcohol. (laughs) Or I think you can actually drink a certain amount of beers as well. I can't remember because I never ended up doing those, but you drink a whole big thing of alcohol and then you get your shirt and it's always rad. And whenever I look at their Instagram, they always have new fucking shirts and they're always amazing. It always makes me want to go down there for the hell of it and just go get one but it's so far. 
but whoever designed those shirts, you are a fucking genius. They're always super creative. They're smart. I'm always so impressed. I'm ready to buy all of them right now. I don't even, I'll drink 12 fish bowls. Just give me all the shirts. And then one of the other places that we went, well, we have two other places, but one of the other places with Dark Horse and who puts stairs in a bar? Let me just, let me just tell you that was terrifying. Also, don't do that because I'm pretty sure so many people have fallen down those stairs and then the second place we always went to which we always went in the night was we go red jug and then we would go to stone lounge but i don't know if stone lounge is there anymore that was a place that was the place to go it was amazing like (laughs) it was amazing and only laugh because we had so much fun and we'd always get blackout drunk well actually not blackout well maybe some i don't remember but um i did not i am very good at not getting blackout drunk but we always would get there at the end. We would spend the rest of the night there and we would be there until the lights came on. And it was so much fun and we would dance and we'd sing and Samba would take pictures and I miss her so much and I love all the pictures that we have and I'm so thankful for her for taking them. So I just want you to know, Sombra, I love you and I love all those pictures. Thank you for doing that. And let me tell you, this is where alcohol and friends and everyone, oh Jesus, take the wheel so many hookups y'all is crazy even though i didn't hook up that much i don't not really but like y'all crazy (laughs) i'm more of the like teasing hoe which is probably not good but that's my sad truth sorry guys but london though she tried to bag herself a london boy but that wasn't going too well but just saying all of this makes me very sad and it's weird tony what are you doing Anyways, enough of this. Let's talk about the mental illness aspect of all of this. Stress, boys, girls, borderline personality disorder, depression, anxiety. It is a recipe for disaster. A huge disaster, actually. And I was at these points. Like, this is the, that was me. Chasing after guys, fighting over guys, worrying about guys, drinking, drama, hoeing, just doing everything instead of focusing on schoolwork. However, it was really hard to focus on school as well, even though my doctor didn't believe me and her trying to give me medicine was like pulling teeth. Just give me something to focus. But of course, the abusing nature of people, which, you know, you can't, it is what it is. Like getting Adderall was, you couldn't do it. But I genuinely think that I did need it. And when I actually did get it, it actually did help. Focusing, especially with depression, anxiety, all of that. It really did work. And side note, I don't like doctors. I'm sorry. There's such a love-hate with them. I just can't get with it. It's like, they never believe you. They think of everything in the world just not to believe you. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm telling you, what's up, man? But I was bad at making decisions, not caring, and just not doing the things I should be doing. But that's what happens with people with borderline personality disorder. Judgment is out the fucking window. Good relationships are out the fucking window. Life is hard. I didn't seek a doctor during this time. I didn't want to spend the time going there, going to see one. Anyways, I had drinking and working to do. (laughs) I can really see how things can get hard for college students. The overall stress, the drinking, just everything. It's fucking hard, man. 
there really should be more mental health professionals on school campuses, or at least some sort of requirement for it. I'm pretty sure there's at least one, but like one for all those fucking kids, man? That's crazy. That doesn't seem like that's effective whatsoever. And you know that kid isn't going to be coming to the mental health professional unless there's a serious issue. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Or there should be a requirement for kids to see a mental health professional for certain degrees. You know what I mean? Or at least for half an hour, an hour, half an hour just to check in sometimes is good. But whatever, man, that's just me. Well, this was uh, my episode on college mental health. No, it's not too much, but I want to hear your uh, experience with college, your mental health experiences with college, because college is such a big thing in the U.S. at least. Um, I really miss it. And whenever fall hits, it makes me want to go back to college. I love it so much, but I don't miss paying for it. I hope you guys have a great day. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on all these nonsense social medias because I do like to talk to people, but, you know, I turned off the notifications on my phone, but I do check it. Um, <laughs> but you can find our links and everything in the show notes or the description. I hope you guys have a great day. Love you so much. Bye.